0: Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, March 28th. For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. Nine words from President Biden in Poland on Saturday. They have reverberated around the world and have the president still playing cleanup back here at home today. So those nine words that you just heard at the top of the podcast from President Biden, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power, referring, of course, to President Vladimir Putin of Russia. It was an ad lib at the end of his major address dealing with the urgent battle between democracy and autocracy. And quite frankly, for the history books, this moment in time with this unprovoked war that we see Putin engaged in in Ukraine. And his speech got really high marks right until he decided to drift off course and add this ad lib that had everyone scratching their heads, including the White House aides who apparently immediately scrambled, understanding that the president's off the cuff remarks had perhaps suggested a policy shift towards regime change. And yet throughout this entire process, we've been assured by the president and all of his top deputies, as well as, of course, NATO allies, European allies, that regime change is not part of the equation here. So, as I said, the White House scrambled to try to clean this up. They said that, well, the president wasn't calling for regime change exactly, just that Biden was saying Putin can't be allowed to exercise power over neighboring nations. And then the president was asked about it himself yesterday, coming out of church back here in Washington, D.C., if indeed he was calling for regime change, he had a one-word answer, no. As Monday got underway, the White House and the president clearly didn't believe that they had yet successfully dealt with this nine-word ad lib and put this issue behind them yet. And that is why the president added to his schedule today an opportunity to take questions from the press. So that he could then have the opportunity to explain exactly why he used those words, why he inserted them, and what he meant by them.
1: Number one, I'm not walking anything back. I was expressing the moral outrage I felt towards this man. I wasn't articulating a policy change. Other governments have suggested that this is a problem, I'm escalating things. Uh, No. Last thing I want to do is engage in a land war or a nuclear war with Russia that's not part of it. I was expressing my outrage at the behavior of this man. People like this shouldn't be ruling countries, but they do. The fact they do but doesn't mean I can't express my outrage about it. And the idea that he is going to do something outrageous because I called him for what he was and what he's doing, I think is is just not rational.
0: Now you have to remember, this comes as every day. The president is trying to execute a calibration between exerting as much pressure as possible on Putin to draw this war to a close in Ukraine. But the calibration he's performing every day is to exert that pressure without escalating the conflict, without igniting World War III, without giving Putin reason to ratchet up his actions at all, whether against the Ukrainians or broadening this conflict into NATO territory or a direct confrontation with the United States. So when he ad-libs nine words at the end of a speech and it causes this immediate uproar, you know that the White House clearly believes that balance got thrown out of whack. Now, some may look at this and say, Vladimir Putin is executing a war and indiscriminately killing a nation of people who in their right mind thinks he should stay in power. Totally valid question. But If it is not the stated goal of the United States to remove him from power, then the president of the United States has to be careful with his words. And you know who believes the president of the United States has to be careful with his words? Joe Biden, because he campaigned on that very issue regularly throughout 2019 and 2020 when he was running for president.
1: You all know the words of a president matters. They can move markets. They can send our brave women and men to war. They can bring peace. They can calm a nation in turmoil.
0: Biden also gave the Russians an instant opportunity here, of course, for propaganda, because now they can simply say, hey, all this is about is that the United States wants to displace Vladimir Putin. In fact, the Kremlin spokesperson, Dmitry Peskov, responded to Biden's comments saying this is not up to Biden. This is up to the Russian people. And of course, he handed his political opponents here at home an easy opportunity to take a whack at him. Here was Republican Jim Risch, senator from Idaho, on CNN yesterday. This administration has done everything they can to stop escalating. There's not a whole lot more you can do to escalate than to call for regime change. And whoever wrote it uh, did a good job, hit the, hit the right notes. And then to have that at the end, the sour note at the end was uh, unfortunate, to say the least. And the backdrop in which all of this is happening is that it's probably the worst time for the president to have created his own headache like this. According to a brand new NBC News poll just out yesterday, 70 percent of Americans in that poll said they had just some or very little confidence in Joe Biden's ability to deal with Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The poll was conducted before last week's trip that Biden took to Europe. Eight in 10 Americans in the poll are worried that the war is gonna increase gas prices and possibly involve nuclear weapons. And the poll found Biden at his overall lowest approval rating in the history of his presidency in that poll, standing at 40% approval. So this is not the time where Joe Biden can be making mistakes like this that both have potential repercussions around the world where clearly our allies are concerned. And then, of course, there's just the need for the president to be as disciplined as possible, which his political opponents will be making hay of here, all at precisely a moment that Joe Biden needs to be playing error-free ball. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts.